How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to Christian Fourier's 25-Hour Crusade for a Cure. Brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. By the Walmart Foundation. By Vertex Pharmaceuticals. By McFarlane Energy. And by Northeast Electrical. Everybody, I don't know what hour we are on, but it is 1.05 a.m. on a Thursday morning. It is Christian Fourier's, and I'm Christian Fourier, Crusade for a Cure Benefiting the American Diabetes Association. Keep playing in the background, Turpin. I feel like I should keep talking about it. There you go, a little lower, a little lower. Um, so right now, uh, we're at 26% of our goal at $78,324. And if you're listening, if you're driving in the car, if you're doing whatever it is you're doing, uh, give us a call. Uh, 617-779-7937. Or more importantly, go to diabetes.org slash W-E-E-I. All right, so that whole crazy crew, they left. I'm stuck here with George Nightingale, who is uh, the president and founder of the uh, Christian Fourier Foundation for Diabetes. We're just going to make up a name. Yeah, right. But more importantly, these two guys hate me right now, George. These guys, these two guys despise me. They despise me. Fitzy put his readers on. Oh, they despise me. Uh, so it's uh, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. How you guys doing? You guys, you guys up and awake and ready to go? Ready to roll. Let's go. Hi, Fitzy. Born September twenty second, nineteen seventy one, in Northridge, California, Christian Fourier experienced what he describes as the quote greatest childhood. I absolutely loved growing up in the valley. There wasn't anything about it I didn't like, Fourier fondly recalls. I'm just reading from your Boston Actually, that's Man pretty bad. Actually, that may be a little bit better than Matt. That may be a little better than Matt. Everything was so easygoing. My brothers and I basically played video games, sports, and roamed the neighborhood barefoot and shirtless. Is this real? <laughs> this is the article. I'm actually reading uh, from Fourier's Boston. Going. You actually said that? You actually, that's a quote from you. What's wrong with that quote? 
We roamed the neighborhood. Yeah, we did. Or, or like- Listen, my the one other thing my wife gets on me all about. And I can't believe she didn't bring this up. Is that farting in bed? Well, that thing. But we just listen. We didn't poop in, in, in your LA, pants. And no, then that not too. Them out of the we luggage. didn't wear. We walked around with just no shirts, no shoes. That was it. We just we didn't wear. We like, everyone used to think we were homeless. This is Jungle Book. That's it. Yeah, it felt like Jungle Book. <laughs> what are you doing? Like Mowgli. <laughs> was like I was Mowgli, you were Mowgli? You running were around the San Francisco Valley. Did you grow Valley. up on the set of Point Break or something? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay, good. You guys were up and awake. So, uh, actually, Christian, Christian, what? I know this is a big night for you. This is a big day yeah. plus an hour for you as well. But um, I don't want to steal our thunder, Andy. But um, I'm here to actually break some news um, and give the audience some something exciting. Um, I'm making a big announcement. Uh, I'm here to announce the new time slot for Fitzy and Hart, one eight to three. <laughs> we're no longer Saturday yeah. afternoons. We're now that's right. right. You know what, Christian? Look. I've done the morning show. Yeah. I've done middays. Yeah. I've done afternoons with yeah. you. I've done nights with Mutt. Yeah. I've done podcasts. The one yeah. thing I've never done at WEEI in my three plus years yeah. of being bounced around on the dial and yo-yoed everywhere is overnight. So I figure Hart and I are just the type of guys. I feel wait. like listen, at least at least you guys Ugh. didn't have to drive in, right? I mean, Andy, you're at your house, you guys wake up, it's two hours and you bail. Like George had to drive from Vermont to get here. <laughs> yeah. Vermont. <laughs> Wow, that's dedication, right? Yeah, right? Isn't that that's loyalty. That's well love. That's right. There. It's like so. And he's like, you know what? I'll stick around because he's like, I don't know about these two yahoos. Last time I heard, <laughs> they were sleepwalking through the entire show, especially uh, Fitzy. Please, what what sort of energy do you expect me to give at this hour? At least, at least this time, I went out to dinner early, Christian. Yep. Fell asleep putting the kids to bed. Sawed off a nice two and a half to three hours already. So I okay. power napped and prepped for tonight's. Tonight's program. See, but, I thought you were going to say you went to dinner. You you not sawed one off, but you know what else? Something. Oh dumb. please! Oh <laughs> Christian, my God! You'll see Haley's comet before you see that again. Andy, did you not think that's what he was going to say? Uh, I did think we were going down that direction. <laughs> I did. I was no. like, geez, it is one a.m. in the morning. No, and maybe I, like I, I understand we have FCC safe harbor at this yeah. point, but yeah. uh, I have friends. much more interest in getting a good night's rest or being well hydrated. Speaking of which, it is late at night. Right, oh, that a boy. Relax, anyway, seltzer. Oh, boy. Oh, is that one of those cucumber seltzers? I, I specifically opened this heart just to irritate you. Christian, Andy gets on me You're all the time girl. for all the different <laughs> flavors of seltzer that I drink. This is a uh, cucumber mint seltzer, which I happen to find uh, delightful. See, and you know, you know we just had this whole, this whole guys, all these guys in there about being man, oh Mr. Monday, all this stuff. You know, they're all talking about like bronze. You know, yeah, bronze and that, you know, this and boots, farts, guy parts. Yeah, Philly. I was doing curls with one of the bronze. Atlantic City. Yeah, Philly. I just yeah. party. So anyway, the other day there I was, you know, uh, between a pair of bazongas and jugs. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing curls with one of the broads when they jumped on my back. <laughs> and then Fitzy's drinking a, like cucumber a seltzer, <laughs> cucumber, mint-flavored seltzer water. Well, I, listen, cream. I need something to perk me up at, at this hour, Christian. Don't worry. Hour, okay. Hey, bro, at hour number two, I'll be doing rocky push-ups and chugging egg yolks. I feel right? like you can get through it pretty well. I don't think you're going to have a problem. I, did, I do like the way you, you know, your reading of the Boston Man article. I feel like mm-hmm. that was like. A, you know, good indication of what I would sound like if I was reading it. Oh, with the QB experiment over, <laughs> oh, Christian indeed go on to supervene Lance at the tight end position, <laughs> excelling both in football and basketball at Crespi. Oh, <laughs> we, 
I was dead set on going to Washington, but they refused to recruit me. That's right. Christian <laughs> matter-of-factly states, in fact, no lie, a coach even pulled me out of class one day and said straight to my face, we are not interested. <laughs> We're not going to recruit you. <laughs> Take your shirt off and go walk around barefoot. <laughs> Andy is laughing so much. It's not even. That, it's, what's funny you. about that? That's a true story. The guy, the guy at University of Washington, Gary freaking Pinkle. I remember his name like it was yesterday. So mm-hmm. he recruited my brother. Like I was hardcore Washington Husky guy. He yep. rolls in and says, "You know what? No, I'm not going to recruit you." And he's like, he wanted like a high five for being honest. And I basically said, uh, "F you!" Like that was oh. that's the gospel. I was like, "F you!" I felt so hurt mm. as I felt like we were like part of the family. And he just basically, and then, and then, oh uh-huh. by the way, hello, yep. Washington plays Colorado the first year when I'm a freshman. Uh, Washington rolls into Boulder, Colorado. We beat their ass, and then we go on to win the national championship. But they won it the next year, so so they still kind of won something. <laughs> so it wasn't showed him. As, yeah. <laughs> Made him wait a year. Yeah. And then the guy they chose <laughs> over me was Mark Bruner. Ends up playing like 15 years in the NFL. So I felt like. You know, they what still was made the it. moral of the story? I don't know. I kind of got he lost right. in the weeds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it. Damn Coach it. Coach came in and said, Fourier, it's your propensity for rambling on in a story and yeah. getting lost in your own word weeds Squirrel. that prevents me from recruiting you. Wait, was yeah. I supposed to read this story? Was this a prerequisite? Yeah, we're gonna, this is what we're going to do. Talk about me for like another two hours. Oh, man. Finally, I, I finally a chance to talk about you on the air. <laughs> what? Something wrong with that? I feel like I'm going to get snarky, irritated, uptight, fitzy, which is kind of weird because that's usually Andy's job, George. Yeah. Like, George is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, George is quiet, you know, but he, he takes everything in and yeah. he only speaks when he really has something intelligent to say. We call that the silent assassin type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's Works. just waiting to jump into something really witty and clever yeah. to make you all feel insignificant and, yeah. and unworthy. Oh, very, very Christian. Vermont of me. It's 1 a.m. Christian, don't, Christian, don't worry about forward. it. When I found out that I got the 1A to 3A slot, I knew exactly how significant and worthy I was. Wait a second. I do feel like it's a, like, I feel like you guys won't accept this, okay? But it means more to me that mm-hmm. you would, you know, join in at the 1 o'clock, uh, mm-hmm. 1 a.m. hour than it would be the 6 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good luck when it rains on your wedding day and a bird craps well, on your head. Is. And all it, these is. it is. But here's what I want to do because I the, the one thing I want to make sure we get to and we spend a lot of significant time on it is yes. we did this whole segment where all the wives and girlfriends and boyfriends, whatever, were airing all their grievances. I feel like Andy has a grievance to air with you, Fitzy. Actually, a grievance? Yeah, a if grievance, you give him, yes. If you give him a enough grievance. time, he'll need to go to a 4 a.m. Andy, it has to do with um, uh, flag football. It has <laughs> to do with uh, Fitzy kind of not practicing what he preaches. And I feel like we need to get into that right away before Fitzy falls asleep and just gets completely slap happy. Were you guys willing to wait? Five minutes as we sell some soap in there so we can discuss this? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. We All actually right. have commercials Donate at now. this hour? Yes. And it, oh, by the way, just so you know, if you're if you're driving around in, randomly in Boston, anywhere <laughs> in New England, go to diabetes.org slash W-E-E-I, Turpin, play us out. Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Celtics won their eighth consecutive game tonight as they defeated the Atlanta Hawks 126-101 without Malcolm Brogdon and Marcus Smart. The Celtics are now 7-2 and against 500 teams this season, and they will travel to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans 
this Friday at 8.30. The Patriots take on the New York Jets this Sunday with kickoff at 1 p.m. at Gillette. Seven Patriots players are on the injury report, including Christian Barmore and Kyle Duggar, who are both limited participants in practice today. The Bruins are on a four-game win streak of their own. They are off until tomorrow night, or now today, when they host the Philadelphia Flyers. And some Red Sox news. Bench coach Will Venable is leaving the organization to become the associate manager of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to Christian Fourier's 25-hour crusade for a cure. To donate, go to weei.com slash crusade or diabetes.org slash weei. I'm Justin Turpin. That's what's trending now on WEI and weei.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Crusade continues. Christian Fourier's 25-hour crusade for a cure. 25 hours straight on the air to raise money for the American Diabetes Association. Now, we're back to WEEI. want to let every one of these songs play out but i can't what All is right. this the greg hill show i know it, it, it does feel like that right you guys i'm uh, matt is back with us matt this is uh andy and this is a uh, fitzy uh <laughs> matt was on earlier uh and he actually is the owner slash uh, ceo slash everything for boston man magazine actually the the, the magazine, magazine the magazine that you were actually uh right uh you know reading i, I got inspired to stay when i heard my yeah. my words being yeah fitzy did a pretty good job didn't <laughs> that was, he that was really good i feel like he was mocking it just a little bit though i don't know if anybody <laughs> no, no, else picked up on that oh wait so the way he did it is actually the way you would want it to be read really but we want the music again who wants the music again? Behind his voice when he's reading. Oh, who does? 
No, we the music sounded good when it was behind his voice. Oh, when it was behind Matt's the, voice? Yeah, the, was it the Thrones? Did we do the Thrones? I don't know what it was. Very I'll grab weird. it. Stand by. Okay. No, no, don't grab it. Don't grab <laughs> Are it. Are you sure? It was electric. I don't grab it. No. Okay, here's the thing. Because um, Colorado saw something in me, though, that a lot of other schools were overlooking, Christian points out. And I am forever grateful they did. Wait, you pointed that out about yourself? <laughs> what's wrong with that? I do still have. I do still. I do still have the Zoom interview recording. What's, what's wrong with that? that? Yeah, that's very but important. Then Mike Vrabel stepped yeah. into the yeah. picture. Uh, he was like in fifth grade at the time. <laughs> I kicked his ass. I should have kicked his ass when he was like really young. Well, well, they, they, <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. You'll, I'm gonna get you when you're when you're seven. <laughs> I mean, there was also some article in the Boston Man feature, Christian, about uh, a Jacksonville party bus. Something yes. about you, Izzo, and Matt Chatham, and some cheerleaders. And have a, <laughs> excuse me, nah, it's not nearly as sexy as, uh, as uh, Matt would like you, it to be. Not, not only is there not only is there a little, uh, you know, small small uh, branch off story on that. We actually were able to pull up a picture. From that famous Jacksonville bus party. Here's what happened, right? So, we're oh, all, we're yeah, all... that's a, yeah. I saw that photo. Christian looks like he was made from Minecraft parts back then, <laughs> no, just it was like very... all square and like. <laughs> you got, yeah, you actually took that picture. It was probably like a you know old school photo, right? It wasn't like a digital photo. And you, what'd you do? Like scan it? Well, so no, so it's um, so 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 two of the two of the the women that were on the. Uh, the cheer team that that season, they both separately told me the story about the uh, very innocent, by the way, about about sure. about the bus party, and you know, I'm putting this together right up against the deadline, and I'm I'm texting um, Erica, one of the one of the one of the women uh, that I was just like, ah, too bad, not good looking at all. I was by like, the too, way. too bad, too bad, there wasn't a picture of this. She's just like, oh, <laughs> g- give me give me a second. It's like, give you a second, and then all of a sudden, it's just boom. She sends it over, and I was just like, this is gold. This is mm. absolute gold. So yeah, so it was taken on. A pole. <laughs> I don't know it was, what it was no, thinking. It. it was sort like, of like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It's like, it's a, the, 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 you can't leave after the Super Bowl. You can't leave until like every single person from the team is on the stupid buses, and the cheerleaders are there super early, and they were drinking, having a grand old time. It was me, Matt, Chatham, and Larry Ezer. We're like, huh, there's a bus full of women. Let's go check it out. And sure enough, we were right. There was a bus filled with women. As and one is wont to do after one is crowned a world champion yeah. and stumbles across a bus full of women. Andy, you and I can relate. It's yeah. like doing a Saturday <laughs> show on WEI. I was just going to say, let's just see if this actually world championship actually does anything for us. Right. Like, does it make Larry Izzo better looking? No. <laughs> Matt Chatham? Absolutely not. Like, and, and, and you had just recovered the onside kick that you were I was a hero in that game. I, I recovered an onside kick. And you were offsides. Not a chance. <laughs> we'll leave that part out. All right, Andy. So you want to explain what the hell went on with Fitzy and uh, and why? You basically, I think you were calling him a hypocrite. Well, yeah, I take a lot of heat on this station for being the uh, parent and youth coach that uh, most aggressively chats with referees, umpires, and officials. Uh, I would say Andy Gresh is all oh, you berate officials all over the South Coast yeah. of Massachusetts and old men. You threaten to meet them at their. Co- First of all, Do none you? of it's ever happened. No, no, no. Been thrown yeah, out. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's like that scene games. in the opening of Karate Kid Two. Andy goes out there and crushes trophies and just tells him like, "Yeah, you need this for second place, you piece of garbage." <laughs> so, so that voice you hear right there, this man has mm-hmm. a son who is how old, Fitzy? Nine. A nine-year-old son competing in a flag football game this week. It's a flag football championship. Oh, sorry. Championship. Got to create the pressure environment that Mm -hmm. brought about the activity that we're about to discuss. 
Fitzy, the fraud, on so many levels, the mm-hmm. fraud squad, king of the fraud squad around mm-hmm. here, is out there berating three old men because they had a poor angle on a would-be touchdown in a blowout loss. It's a blowout loss for his nine-year-old son. <laughs> and he's ber- he admitted he thought it was going to get physical with these old men, and we were going to be seeing him on the news. And he was all liquored up. And okay, what? first of all, what, the wait. beverages did. I first of all, I kept it clean. <laughs> didn't have, have a beverage part. until after the See, Now the insinuations, <laughs> accusations, and allegations start flying freely. Christian, the IPA all, hothead. First of all, this was the first championship level affair I had ever found myself as a sports dad in. And I got to tell you, the adrenaline starts pumping He's the second nine. the first play goes off. He's two, nine. as you probably can relate to. Two, these three blind mice. <laughs> Could not have been these old geezers, these fats, if you will, couldn't have been more out of position time and again, play after play. No one shows up in a championship nine-year-old junior-level flag football game to see Rick, Morty, and Todd show up, make the wrong call, and then grouse at all the dads who just want a fair and even fight. Look, my kid's team is going up against the juggernaut of like the three- and four-time repeating flag football champions. And on the first, like, you need, Christian, you know this. If you're going up against a team that is superior to you, any opportunity to, like, make them bleed early or, like, get an early score makes all the difference in the world because momentum, though unquantifiable, makes a big difference. So this kid catches a pass on fourth down, scores, and the other team's coach, who is a noted pain in the ass, uh, and a complete hardo uh, to which Andy Hart would almost be would almost admire is the only one in position. And he goes, nah, didn't make it offense. We're up. And then the three refs who are out of position at the 30 yard line go, OK, here we go. <laughs> Turnover on downs. And all the dads on the sideline we're lost our minds. We're like, what are you even here for? Why don't we just self referee? You, you knuckleheads. And then, you know, they blow call after call. Finally, they have enough with us. They come over the sideline and they go, all right, dads, listen, this is a one-way conversation. (laughs) Zip it, all right? And we're like, well, why don't you guys actually start making the right calls? You miss a hold here and a clip there. What are you in the bag for them? You miss the backside hold. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like having dangerous Danny Davis from the WWF days out there. May as well have cash sticking out of their pockets like, hey, tonight's referee is brought to you by Tim Donaghy and Associates. Come on. Uh, so wait, so did it. you actually say, I was furious. did you actually say, like, what is, what, really, what does Andy, what does furious really mean for Fitzy? Like, what does that even look like? That's a great question. I mean, is it like, I, I really feel like it's not very intimidating. Nobody's really threatened by him. They probably all just, I guess we should kind of like do what he says. Like, what is it, what does that even look like? Does it go down it, in the parking lot? You're not meeting anybody. Like, he, listen, he's like, he's all talk, really. He's like, he couldn't hurt a fly, first no, of all. No, but he was clearly emboldened by the other parents. Oh, so, okay. Right? There Is this what we're doing? Are we doing this right now? Are we doing yeah. this? Who was the, oh, who, there, who, were, who, there were a lot of well-worded, multisyllabic insults. Put it that way, Christian. How's, how's that? <laughs> multisyllabic insults. Give me one. Uh, I, at this, do I have to honestly <laughs> rap, play rapid recall? And Yes. And, yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't like. I'm just making up. The he fact was in a that fit of trying. rage. He can't even recall the words he used. Andy, so you, has, give me. Well, give me like, what is, first of all, you have okay. to keep it clean because you got a sideline full of families and kids, both you know, uh, the proper age of flag football and younger kids. So you can't just be out there dropping four letter words, f bombs, colorful right. metaphors, and whatnot. Although I will say this: 
one of the points of pride that I have in my dad, uh, rest in peace, uh, for uh, all the times that he actually never showed up for all of my youth sports games because he was too busy either trying to bang his secretary producing oh, dinner geez. theater or or at the <laughs> at the Greyhound track at Raynham Taunton. Uh, one time I was playing AAA baseball at uh, Watson Park in Braintree, and there was a really close play in the playoffs, and a kid was safe by about a good two, three feet. The ump just decides he wants to get out of there sooner than later because they all have a hustle they need to get to. He's like, and you're out. And my father jumps out of the stands, races to the plate, and yells just in front of everyone, out? What are you effing blind, you nitwit? Rung up, told never to come back. My dad was like the first dad in Braintree history to be thrown out and never allowed back to uh, Braintree Youth Little League Baseball. So, Christian, Andy, have you, you got... ever been thrown out? No, I, I've not. I've never been thrown out. I was just going to ask you because out of out of all the games, of all the you know, for my kids and everything, even my nephew, I've actually never come close to. Not even. I've never even come close. You know why? Because I know it's going to be a problem. So I usually sit like completely away from everybody. I always have headphones on or earbuds. There's nothing even on. I just don't want people like talking with me. I don't want them to kind of interact with me. I just want to be left alone. Or I want to watch the game. And I'm you always kind of, you know, talking under my breath because I'm pissed or irritated, but I've never been thrown out. I, I have a feeling you have though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what yeah. is it? What is it that you're doing? What What is it? Why are you yelling at these poor guys in this, this well, youth? Sport? Not poor guys. They have a Christian. They're there to do a job. They're Either terrible. do it right or don't do it. I know, but well, really, what is the real, what is the real expectation though? To, to like, do it not, right. And it, no, you know, my biggest issue. There's the one guy who threw me Do out. They not was a basketball. Yeah, these are volunteer. Yeah, most no, of them are no, not no, 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 no. They all get paid. Uh, 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 no. They all Listen, get paid. They're not a bunch of Florence Nightingales no out there. Let's <laughs> yeah. just make sure we this, like. Yeah, this, this isn't habit referees for humanity. <laughs> Wait, okay? what grade was your son in when you when you got thrown out? Probably sixth grade basketball. See, basketball is a different beast. It's a problem because you play in these tiny elementary school and middle school gyms where if you whisper. Everybody hears it. It like bounces off the walls, and the guy could be at the opposite corner of the court, and you're like, terrible call, and he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could hear that. <laughs> no, but what happened was he, it was a championship game, mm -hmm. and he fouled my son out on an offensive layup, and he called an offensive foul, fouled him out. And I go, oh, that's embarrassing. You're changing games. You just want people to look at you. <laughs> and so well, you said this? Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, and it, so he goes over to the score ta scores table, and he goes, you know, whatever, fifth foul, he's out of the game, and my son's literally crying practically, like championship game, sixth grade. Yeah, and emotions running high. He looks <laughs> up, he, he goes to the coach, he goes, coach, quiet that guy down, or he's out of here. No, no, tell that guy to quiet down, or he's out of here. I go, why don't you tell me yourself? <laughs> and he looks oh, at boy. me, and he goes, you're out of here. <laughs> And then I had to take the walk of shame across oh. the court to the far door. Wait, you outside. had to walk across the court? I did. The best thing, the Andy, door. please tell me that you did the walk of shame across, and then you went to the double doors, and they were locked, and you're like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just going to have to find uh, oh, another great. exit out of here. No, you know the worst part? You know what I hate about this? So I can be mouthy a little bit at times, no. and the coach no, after the game. Not at all. So no. I'm, walk I'm outside waiting for my son, and the coach after the game comes out, he goes, I just want to thank you for saying things that I couldn't say, but we know everybody in the building wanted to say when you said it. And I'm like, you're encouraging me. You're not helping me. You're supposed to tell me I was wrong and don't ever do it again or I shouldn't come to games. So coaches are part of the problem. They, they make you uh, a little more bold. So, you know, I, this actually just makes me think of something, and I don't know. I want to see if all you guys can actually respond to this. I, 
Do you? I have a the the. I guess the most embarrassing moment I've ever had as an athlete mm-hmm. is 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 what my dad did to me, like when I was like in fourth grade or fifth grade. So, and I'm I'm curious to know if you guys have a similar situation. So, I was on a baseball team, and I was like, my dad thought I was like a really good pitcher, right? So I was a real I was a really good pitcher, like in the driveway when my dad was playing catcher, and uh, I always I always played up because I was just too big. And uh, my dad kept, you know, telling the coach to, to play me, to, to play me a pitcher, and he wouldn't. And he kept telling him and telling him. And finally, one day, he showed up in practice. And he, my dad's a really big dude, comes in his like, you know, deputy sheriff uniform, and he's real intimidating looking. And he goes basically while we're having practice, and he forces this guy to to, to give me to try out the, a pitching tryout. Right? He's like, no, you let him pitch. He's really good. He kept saying he's really, really good. We're sure as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy crap, this is really happening right now. So it was just me with the entire team watching and my dad, who had bragged about me, forced this guy to give me a, to, to try out as a pitcher, convincing him that I was really good. Well, I sucked, okay? I couldn't hit anything. You it couldn't totally find the strike zone with a GPS, right? I was, like, throwing yep. the ball into the dirt, and, like, after every pitch, I could see my dad getting more and more mad at me <laughs> for making him look stupid. <laughs> And I remember going, and sure enough, the damn coach is basically grinning, saying, like, basically beat it. Like, you know, you were totally wrong. Your kid sucks. He shouldn't be pitching. I was right. That was literally the most embarrassing moment I've ever had with my dad. Forcing me to go out there and, like, do something that I obviously wasn't ready for. Or, like, to this day, I'm still, like, scarred by it. The entire team laughing, joking, because my dad is forcing this guy and like I was like, what are you doing? So, anyways, like that, I was wondering if you guys have a moment like that from your dads, where they forced you to into some sort of athletic competition, where you literally fell on your face. Anybody? Matt? George? I mean, I think we've all done the pitching thing. We really? Get, get put, we've oh, all we, done the pitching thing. Oh no, I'm saying we get put into the game and we're horrible. We're not really good pitchers, and they put you out there and you're out there for like three innings, and it's like no. Mine to- was a practice. Mine was like oh, a mine practice. Was a game. And my guy, my and dad I was, was down like, Watson as well. And they put you out there, and by the third inning, it's like fifty to one, and they're like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> Man, that's no. I, I see. I actually remember declining because I had one of those coaches that would be like, "I don't know." Last game of the hey, do you, everybody gets to play. Do you want to pitch? And I was like, "Absolutely not." Like that's my biggest memory is I would want no part of the pitcher's mound. Like yeah, but Chris and Christian, don't forget also like. I was, you know, the fattest kid in Braintree growing up as well, so I'd be out of breath just getting off the bench, let alone making it out to the mound. Like, I, I couldn't pitch. I couldn't pitch. Be like, uh, all right, we're down 13. we got to get someone. How about putting Stevens in? Uh, he's too busy putting away that thing of little Debbie's. Well, the other sport, ding dong the, the other sport yeah. that they always make you do, the other sport they always make you do is, is uh, hockey. Put them in the net. Let's put them in the net once. They rotate everybody when they're younger, and usually they're either really bad or they're kind of okay. Huh. That's the worst I, of it. I do remember one time, though, Christian, uh, I think I was in second or third grade, and my soccer coach in the Braintree Youth Soccer League was ta- breaking down, you know, talking to the team after practice, uh, you know, before the weekend, and he, and he was like, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you guys want to compete in all these games and you, you want to play well, you know, he was his English wasn't terrific, but I'm not going to do a stereotypical version no. of whatever coach was saying at the time. But like, I don't care how late it is and it is in the race. Like, <laughs> you know, go home and take care of yourself. Uh, don't be like this one. He goes home and eats 200 pounds of candy after every oh. practice. And God, how many I fat jokes did you have to deal with? Oh, oh, all the time. Oh, are you Christian? 
you you know I, it no, was, so I any, don't. Anyway, so I was <laughs> oh, so I was so hard- skinny and had your shirt what? off as a kid. I was so heartbroken. It was you? so sad. I got home. My grandmother found out that uh, the coach said I go home and eat two hundred pounds of candy um, after after candy. every practice. And so she got in the car and she's like, "He." She was a real ma barker. She was a badass. She hopped in the car and found his house, drove to it, knocked on the door. And said, "Hey, listen, you sob. If you ever, if you ever make fun of my grandson again, next time I'm coming back with my gun." And so th- the next practice opened with him apologizing to me in front of the entire team. And I was like, "Yeah, that <laughs> that makes me feel so much." Excuse me, let me just grab this Twinkie. Thanks, coach. <laughs> your grandmother uh, fought your battles for you. You were legit. Oh God, I was the biggest. I was the biggest. What's the word, Christian? It was so bad. You know the story about how I couldn't you're play Lucas. freshman football. You're like- I couldn't play football at, uh, Why? at Braintree High because they couldn't find a helmet big enough for my head. Stop it. Your head was fi- – would you have, like, a lot of hair? Like, why? No, is that what Chris- it is? No, Christian, I have an eight-and-a-quarter-sized head. I have a massive dome. I can't tell. Do you guys tell what the size yeah, of his no, forehead? Yeah. I, I wear it well. I, no, I can't a, even it, tell. It's the it's it's how deep you see it's the oh it is the front to back it's the part alien yeah Yeah. the funny thing is I honestly it looks like Andy it does look like my cranium was designed by H R Giger doesn't it like I I have like an alien like head I do feel like like your childhood was like like a movie that John Hughes like just couldn't finish. Hey, I have the story about this fat kid from Braintree. Okay, everybody makes fun of him. And I, I can't finish it. I don't know, it, I don't yeah, know like, what happens yet. See, oh, this 50, is he the, has wow. no idea. He has no idea what fat kids go through the husky section. No. They're not taking your shirt off at the pool. No, I would coach say. Coach mocking oh, your fat. Oh, are you kidding me? I had a coach that I used to pop up a lot in Little League Baseball. <laughs> he called me Pork Chop, and he promised me a Snickers. <laughs> he promised me a Snickers for, or a candy bar uh-huh. for every line drive I would hit. If uh-huh. I wouldn't pop up, he promised to buy me candy bars like really yeah. being a fat uh, kid is no 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 joke it leaves scars yeah, Christian, there like, forever imagine like when like you know like varney shirts bum equipment z cavarici jeans are like popular in the late 80s and you can't wear them because you can't find a pair to fit in yeah. tuck your fat well, self into i would say i got something worse like i was like uh, we did not have any money and uh and i always like instead of like nothing we got was like brand name Everything was like a knockoff. So instead yep. of Jordans, we had City Wings. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing rolling up to school. I was so proud and happy of my City Wings shoes, <laughs> thinking that they were real Jordans. City Wings. As soon as I rolled in, yeah, so they were black Sounds and like a red. place Wiggy gets takeout from. Yeah, well, but I mean, it, it, I remember rolled in and like Lemon everyone was pepper. making fun of me like crazy. I was like, man, these aren't cool. Like my mom <laughs> said these were like really cool. And yet you guys are making fun of me. Well, I'm just going to kick your ass. How about that? <laughs> I'm going to take out my insecurities on you and just beat you up. Now we can be best boy. friends. <laughs> One day, I'm going to grow up to play in the NFL. All right, so here's like, I got a break. But here's a couple of things that we're going to have to do with you guys, okay? it's uh, this. I have this quiz, this movie quiz, and I have uh, 2500 bucks attached to this quiz, okay? Oh. Now, each answer is worth $500. So um, we have to give it back to the diabetes fund if we win. No, no. What? No, you guys don't get the money. Like, oh, damn it. oh is this one of those 50-50 raffles where I'm going to be guilted into no. giving the whole thing back to the charity? <laughs> no, if you get the answer right, <laughs> oh, God. You know what? I'm going to go to break, and then we are going to describe what is going on next. And I actually had a question for you because I wrote all these random questions for you. I, I hear... think the setup was perfect. Christian. No, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> 
Here's here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of what your favorite music video is as a kid. Okay, what your your favorite music video is as a kid. Mm-hmm. I will describe the quiz later when we come back, but I want you to come back with your favorite music video. All right? Can you guys do that for me? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. There you go, Turpin. Let's go. This is Christian Fourier's 25-hour crusade for a cure, raising money for the American Diabetes Association. For more info, head to weei.com slash crusade. Now, we're back to WEEI. this one i don't know how you beat this one i feel like this is this this one is almost it's almost like saying okay who's the who's the best quarterback in the nfl like saying okay you, you, you can't use brady right? yeah christian this is the goat this is this wow. is like this is retired this is the yeah. one that like it's it's won the competition of best 1980s music videos so often that you can't bring it up anymore it's like okay yeah we know thriller's the goat yeah. of music videos but i want to go around the room okay matt i'm gonna start with you so the question was... Talking to the mic, kid, Matthew. <laughs> when I was a kid, my first favorite music video was LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out. Nice. Really? Do we have a little Mama Said Knock You Out there, Turpin? Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, LL Cool J with a triumphant comeback. Well, see, that shows how old you are, too. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's up with the fear? Making the tears. We are jamming out. All right. All right, George, you're more my age. So I feel like that's an obvious one with Matt. He's a little bit younger than, than us. Like, what was your what's your video? Well, Fitzy and I had the same one. Take on me. Really? By you, Aha. Wait, Fitzy yeah, had we, take man, on we me. Have, we're Braintree people. Really? Oh yeah. This was. Is this the one with like the black and white? It starts uh, out. Yes. It starts out in color, and then he goes yeah. through the door, and it becomes black and white. And he finally has to get through it to meet the girl, and the yeah. guys on the bikes are like chasing him. <laughs> ah, okay. This is one of those songs where you, you you think you can play like the. Well, this is the one that you asked your parents for a keyboard at Christmas uh, after. You're like, I want a keyboard. That's the only song that you can play. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, Andy. What about you? Okay, so I think I took this in a little different direction. Okay, I think this is an insight into chubby little ten-year-old Andy's um, <laughs> insecurities. No, I think uh, hormonal development. Okay, let's just say um, was it the theme to Thundercats? No, it was <laughs> great show I by think, the way. I had a little thing for Paula Abdul in the uh, the late '80s, and Cold Hearted is. I don't know if you guys remember the video. She was like with the cat. No, from that, Flash was, that was opposite the track. No, uh, she's she was mimicking the movie Flash Dance, right? And like, there's all this like you know like <laughs> dirty dancing, and she's got. Like, it's that time of year. Cash the ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A bikini, and they're all in bikinis, and the judges get like uncomfortable because it's so like yeah. sexual. And yeah, I think little chubby Andy, this was like his first taste of like borderline <laughs> porn, and uh, <laughs> I love Paul, Paul from American <laughs> Idol gets it. Oh, oh listen, hey, if if Christian, if we're gonna go into the wee hours here right now, and yeah. we can start to like push the envelope a little, like 
I remember when my, because my parents used to take me to movies all the time. My dad would take me to see anything, absolutely anything growing up because he just wanted to get out of the house and he loved movies. So I saw every rated R movie under the sun um, at the old Braintree 4 Cinema at the South Shore Plaza with my old man all the time. Like he was taking me to movies that were rated R when I was eight, nine years old. And so then one time my mother was like, oh, well, Nick can just go see whatever. So we'll go see a movie one time. So my mom and I, I think when I was nine, went and saw Flashdance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And my mom leans over about halfway through the movie. And what's a nine-year-old doing picking Flashdance for date night, of course, you know, <laughs> when he goes to the movies with his mom? She leans over halfway during the movie, and she just goes, you're never picking the movie again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, so, so here's mine. I'm actually surprised nobody picked this one because I felt like this, at least for guys my age, like this one, you know, kind of – 100% represents, like, what I was thinking about at this particular age. Who didn't envision themselves as the mechanic in this video? Like, who didn't think, like, okay, I'm Billy Joel. I'm just, like, a blue-collar worker. Here comes this hot-as-hell smoke yep. show, and she <laughs> just wants to be with me. Yeah. And he's short, and he's goofy-looking. And, and here's Christy Brinkley. Oh, fine as hell. Yeah, that is an age thing for you. Right? Nobody? Oh, yeah, what year was that? Like 1983. It was off of an innocent man. 1983, really? Yeah, that's a little yeah. early for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what's that other one I, mean the, I love the video. I mean, who the, doesn't love a group sing-along uh, with, you know, yeah. Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley? You know, the other one I had down, actually, when I was thinking about this segment, I was like, oh, you know what else? Like, like Davy Lee Ross, like California Girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, Listen, that is one. a classic it's, from the... From the iconic EP, Crazy from the Heat. That is yeah. an awesome pick. And I had such a, like, hormonal, like, crush mm. on every single girl that was in a yeah. bikini lining the, the, you know, the little, which is the Santa Monica boardwalk, which I used to ride my bikes on as a kid. I would mm-hmm. go up and down that boardwalk, which now is just filled with, like, homeless people in Tent City. You can't go there anymore. But that's, I spent so much time up and down that Santa Monica boardwalk. Is that See, the video so, where he's singing to the girls? They're all standing along the boardwalk, and he's yeah. like singing to each one of them. Yeah, hey, you can remember yeah. this one. And they're all yeah. like a living mannequins, and so yeah. he can reposition them and sing yeah. to them. And it's just smoke show after smoke show after smoke show. <laughs> I like that Christian and I were horny little kids. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, like Fitzy, you picked yours based on like, oh, it was the best like uh, directed, and it was artistic well, and well it, done. It was also and like, like, we're just oh, like this horny. represents boop, escapism because I'm actually, yeah. Because uh, yeah, this represents escapism, and it's because I would like to get out of the dreariness of my fat life. <laughs> and, and, I, and I had a revenge hip-hop song. <laughs> I would tell you also, okay, so if we're going to go with like, oh, this one moved the needle, like yeah. from the um, you know, prepubescent <laughs> six to midnight category. Um, the needle tingled. <laughs> then you, if you're, if you're going to go with that, the movie that first gave me the uh, needle tingles, if you will, was the Mannequin. Um, oh, when, Mannequin. Uh, with uh, Kim Cattrall yeah. with her yeah. Pedro Martinez fastball. Uh, the, I thought she was like the hottest thing in the world. And the video that did it for me was, I think, um, Here I Go Again with Whitesnake with Tawny Katayan uh, just rolling her Jaguar. body yeah. all over the... Yeah. And then turns out years later, she kicked the crap out of Chuck Finley. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the amount of, I would sit there and wait for like a version to be played on oh, yeah. repeat, uh, and I would just wait for it, wait for it. My mom would be in the kitchen, and I would like try to see if she was paying attention to what I was doing. And I was like, "She's not looking." Okay, hold no, on. I Quickly. know which one it was. Quickly. Hold um, on, wait. Oh, like a vert? Yeah, I mean, um, 
Uh, like a prayer, Madonna also, Madge had, uh, she had it going on in that one, but I remember which one it was. The video that had, that gave me like the, uh, p- uh, the pubescent tingles was, um, Laura Branigan self-control. Do you guys remember that one? No. It actually had to only be shown at certain times because these really? weird dudes wearing these masks start to undress her at the end of the video. Ooh. And like, they had to like hey, re-edit it because <laughs> it was too salacious for MTV. Nice. Huh. Now you start making me think of like, I don't think there's the one woman I had the, I guess the biggest crush on. And to this day, if I really need a little kickstart in the gym is warrior. Oh, by Patty Smith. But yes. Yeah. Patty Smith. Yes. Uh, whoever her name is. She was super hot. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I mean, I can't remember the words of the song, but like, oh, I remember well, if we're going to, if you, if, and if you're going to go down that, if you're going to go down that wormhole, give me Pat Benatar with, uh, Invincible, the theme song from The Legend of Billie Jean, easily one of the most underrated oh. pieces of trash cinema. I was going to say, that movie sucked. Oh, I it's like, Christian. I like, Christian, the, I like it, the, I liked like the, po- like the movie, uh, whatever poster. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, it's it. got Helen Slater. Yeah. It's got Helen Slater who played uh, Supergirl in that piece of garbage uh, uh, mid '80s Imagineering, and just like a couple of other random dudes. It makes no sense whatsoever, but it's got a kick-ass theme song by Pat Benatar. Um, it's actually one of those movies that's so bad. How bad is it? It's so bad that it's great because it's such a piece of garbage. Okay, so we got a break, <laughs> but here's the thing. So at the next segment, we're gonna do we ha- we have to do the quiz because it may be like a two parter. Because then, of course, you know I will completely screw this up. And I wanted to give you one hint. Okay, one hint for the first question to kind of let you know kind of what it's gonna be. You guys gotta promise me, both of you, okay, that you're not gonna look it up on your computers. Promise. I mean, honest to God, like we gotta do this for I real, won't. right? Okay, I'm watching you. I see your fingers. No, where not, your hands at? You where gotta do good at? radio at two a.m. Okay, I can't screw in it the up. movie, in the movie, a Goodwill Hunting. It's just okay. called Goodwill Hunting, but that's fine. Okay, whatever. Jesus Christ! <laughs> see what happens when you deal with like a movie like. I like psycho. them apples. Uh, okay, uh, yes. Matt Davis. So, oh. Remember the Star Wars. <laughs> If you entered that part of your life, so, Christian, where you put a the in front of everything like probably, an old dad. Probably. So, Christian, you don't like it when the squirrel is not you, when the squirrel yeah, is on a different fine. microphone? It's fine. It's actually, <laughs> now I know how segment. I how, how people feel when they talk to me on a regular yes. basis. Holy crap. All right. Good Matt hunting. Damon's character, Will. Will Hunting. Will. Okay. Will hunt. Had to get therapy from Robin Williams' character, Sean. Mm-hmm. At what college did uh, Will Hunting have to go what was the name of the college that he went to uh, to get therapy? There's a college there where uh, Sean, well, Robin's char- Robin Williams' character, mm. Sean, taught. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that college? Are you asking right now? We're asking right now. You can think about it. And then there's like five more that I have that I think are pretty good. We'll run to break okay. and you guys think about it. Don't look it Google. up, Fitzy, and then Google. let's go. Don't look it up. <laughs> it's already eaten. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Destination. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.